I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. My name is Mark Machado. I'm an old pro and myself, and I've been tasked with speaking to a number of different old priorians to find out how they got into their career, why they got into their career, and uh, what, what's the best path to getting into the career. Uh, today, we welcome Miles Stringer, who um, is probably one of the most popular OPs, because <laughs> not only was he an OP, but he still works at the school. Miles, thanks for coming along. <laughs> hey, mate, you're right. Yeah, not too bad. So, Miles, uh, for people listening, what exactly do you do? Uh, so I am currently the, it's a bit of a mouthful, I'm the head of strength and conditioning and athletic development in the, in the school at St. Berlick's. What kind of day-to-day does your, your job involve? So day-to-day I'm looking at kind of working with as many kind of student athletes, I'm going to call them, as I possibly can. So working with the, the rugby teams, the hockey teams, netball teams, uh, things like that, writing programs, monitoring people. Uh, plus I'm doing a bit of teaching as well with that as well. How did you get into this role? What made you want to do it? When did you, when did you know that this was, you know, strength and conditioning was for you? Um, so I've always wanted to work in sport, you know, so <laughs> ever since I was a kid, um, I think like so many kids at school now and so many kids who have gone before, you know, I thought I'd be a professional sportsman. I was half decent at rugby. I thought I'd, I'd go on and make it. And obviously, uh, you know, those who can't coach kind of thing. Um, and I, I, I was just always just inter- interested in, in what happens. You know, what, um, how do people get to the level they're at? What happens behind, the, behind closed doors? How do people get fitter, faster, stronger, rehab-wise kind of thing like that? And um, yeah, I, I, I just, uh, I went to uni, uh, learned a bit at uni. I, I had a bit of a weird kind of task getting going through there but I just got to meet a lot of people who worked within the within sport and in coaching and it kind of just I just wanted to do it when you finished school when you went to uni what course were you doing were you doing sports science then is that the yeah so I did um sports science or sports and health exercise science uh it doesn't it doesn't run as a course anymore uh but it was just it was just a way of me trying to get some knowledge into sports science I really enjoyed sports science in my GCSE and A levels um, loved the physiology side of it, the biomechanics, things like that, and I just want, I just, I was sports mad, still am, but uh, just wanted to do learn more and more about sport. Okay, um, so you've done you you do sports science, and you know, you realise it's not going to quite work out for you as a professional sportsman. So, what made you want to specifically get into strength and conditioning? Um, so my my initial kind of learning about strength and conditioning was with a guy called 
Hugh Davies, I think, at Wasps. So I was lucky enough to be in the academy when I was younger. Um, and their S&C coach, he was the first S&C coach I've ever met. And this is going back to, what, 2002, when it wasn't that big. Um, I just remember I used to sit with him at most gym sessions. Probably not, probably should have been working out a bit more. But I used to sit with him most gym sessions and uh, and chat with him about why we're doing this, how do we do this. And it was just, I just found it so, so interesting. Um, and that was kind of my first uh, initial contact with it. Then, you know, I used to do loads and loads of reading up on uh, how to be stronger, fitter, faster, whatever. I, I've always had this big thing about speed and how interesting it is. Um, then when I was at uni, um, I was lucky enough to do some some training with, with Margot Wells, who's... Uh, ex- She's like a top sprint coach, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. So her husband, Alan Wells, uh, won the Seoul Olympics 100 meter. He's the last white guy to win the 100 meter wow. gold at the Olympics. So she coached him. Um, she's such an amazing woman. I, I was coached by her, and then I got brought into her well fast coaching and presenting team. And that kind of was like my my step over to coaching and until then I was like I, I still thought I could make it into a decent level um but as soon as I got more involved into the coaching with her I kind of thought no this this is what I want to do and she kind of said to me like this you've got a good eye for it kind of thing so you're you're at the school now how do you go from Margot Wells's coaching academy to, <laughs> to get to the to, to the, the top job uh, in strength and conditioning <laughs> at a top rugby school oh the, the top job yeah um so again, it's a weird one. I've, I've gone through loads of different like back roads kind of with it. So I I became a personal trainer out out of uni. Uh, well, I worked for my dad for a year just to get some money. Uh, became a personal trainer out of uni because I was like, what I want to do is I want to I want to learn more about how to coach people. I want to learn what it's like to work with your average nine to five worker, your mum, your whatever. I want to learn how to how to do that, and I want to just get more involved in in writing programs. So whilst I did that, I was playing rugby um, for one of the clubs I played for. Um, and it was actually uh, Ed Conway, uh, obviously OP as well. Um, he was working at the school and he was going traveling. And this is back almost 10 years ago. So, that, so next year will be my 10th year at the school. Wow. Um, he said, he turned around to me as like, look mate, I'm, I'm going. And he had like a, an assistant boys games coach role. He's like, I'm going, do you fancy, they're looking for someone to come in. I've put your name forward. I think you'd you'd really enjoy it. So I I got involved then. I was like a part-time, like 16 hours a week rugby coach um, with a personal training background in which I turned around to the, some of the rugby guys there, uh, Jeff Richards and, and Nathan Kemp at the time. And I was like, look, I've got personal training background. I'm really interested in this why don't I run all your gym sessions? I'll, I'll do this and blah, 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 blah. And that's how it kind of came around. I worked with them for six months or something. Then I worked with the head of netball at the time, who is a woman called Holly Collison. Um, and I was like, look, I'd love to work with the girls as well. Let's give them a bit of a chance to get some of this stuff. So then I started working in netball. Um, then I I basically hang around the school quite <laughs> more than my hours. Got... got uh, got my contract moved up to full time and then I wrote a proposal going this is what I want to do I want to be the strength and conditioning of coaches at school uh wrote a whole proposal wrote my own job agreement kind of thing when I sat down with the headmaster 
Um, and he was like, yeah, why not? Uh, so then I got that role. Just by the by, you'd expect, right, most schools that kind of compete at the same kind of level of rugby, that same Bendix does, to have someone in your role, right? That's quite normal, isn't it? Yeah, nowadays, nowadays. I mean, you, you can go to some of the top schools. So you go to, to Millfield. Like, that's like my uh, my gold standard kind of school at the moment. That I, I love, like, reading some of that stuff. But they've got the head of S&C or head of athletic development. And then they've got four or five um, athletic development interns. And they've got, people who do their analysis and stuff like that. So that, that's kind of their standard. And Wellington are somewhere up there with two or three and blah, blah, blah. Others get people to come in on a hourly uh, rate and others uh, like me and they've got someone full-time in there as well. Okay, cool. So at school, what, what would your, uh, your your day kind of consist of month, kind of during the week? Because I gather you you start quite early, right? <laughs> yeah, so I, I try and get in quite early. I, I, um, I, I get up uh, about 5, 5.30 breakfast blah 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 then um get into school for about six ish get my own gym session in then uh and then i'm i like to make sure that i'm ready before anyone else turns up i think it's the worst thing in the world to still be preparing something when people are turning up for a second that's supposed to be with you so by about six forty-five, seven o'clock i've set the gym up i've written up programs or got their programs out or, or whatever um then uh sessions start anywhere between 7.10 and 7.45 so I'll get the rugby boys a little bit uh, better at waking up in the morning so the first team rugby boys will be in uh, about quarter past 7 for a 7.30 start so they've got that 15 minutes of uh, warm up time plus idle chit chat then um, then they'll do their sessions at about 8.30 the senior girls will get in around 25 past half past seven on their days and then anyone under the senior teams we get them in at 7 45 because that's when the gates usually open uh so that's like my morning so that goes until about 8 30 and they change the, uh, day to day so mondays and thursdays the senior rugby lot will be in there tuesdays and fridays the senior girls uh wednesday mornings are the under 14 and 15 girls and then every monday we also run like, do you remember um, is it Paul Hopkin? Um, he used to run those circuits on a Monday period one and two. I don't remember that. I think that might be before <laughs> my time, was it? No, it can't be, mate, because I was in year seven. Uh, when I remember, like, basically, he used to run these circuits, and they were brilliant. Um, and it was just running around the hall, loads of push-ups, loads of sit-ups, and like, I've spoken to loads of people about it. looks this, like something we... I may have avoided. <laughs> <laughs> But we we were just like this was this was what made us like fitter, stronger as we got older because just loads of running, loads of body weight stuff. So I've basically for the last two years brought that in with the year seven and eights and just gone, This is what we're gonna do. All the boys, all the girls, get this done at least once a week. Yeah. Smash out a load of body weight stuff and, and it's going really well. So that's that's like a Monday. Um the rest of my day, as I said, I, I'm I'm training to be a teacher at the moment. Um so I'm a, I'm a form tutor, teach lessons, um, and then around that as well, I'm either creating or tweaking programs or I run like one-on-one or small group sessions with some of our, our scholars. So we've got some really, really cool athletes in the school at the moment. Um, so a sick form-wise, uh, I use uh, some of their study periods to get them out and do some extra stuff with me. Uh, lunchtime, we run more S&C sessions um 
afternoons uh, on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, during games, we have a rehab club where we'll get um, videos in from W5 to come and see some of the kids. And myself and uh, my S&C coach, uh, Ross Hanbury, he'll, um, we'll, we'll run like little sessions with those people who, who are doing rehab. And then after school is more team-based stuff. So I'll go and help out with uh, like maybe the first team rugby or the hockey or go down and watch the 14s and 15s train, maybe do some running stuff or fitness stuff or warm-up, whatever. So yeah, it's a normal day. So I finish normally about 6 o'clock. 12 hour day. And on top of that, you also do a lot of stuff with the old pro and rugby club as well, don't you? Yeah, exactly. So on that, on that Wednesday's a, a tough day because I've got a full, full day of lessons, session in the morning. And then, yeah, OP's uh, 7.30 till 9 uh, over at Perryville. Wow. And Saturday mornings as well, right? So oh, in, yeah, in so your we... role, you're expected to give up your, your Saturday, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a six-day a, a, a week uh, role. So on a Saturday morning, I'll either be... I normally hang around with the, the senior teams then. So I'll either be helping the rugby or the hockey or both. Um, the hockey normally, their pushbacks on me a little bit earlier. So I'll get to go down, run their warm-up, uh, help out of anything there, and then go to the first team and do a similar thing again. So again, run the warm-up, make sure everything's all right, and then help out on the sidelines. Brilliant. Um, you, you, you've been at it for about 10 years now. You mentioned there that you're doing a teacher training. I know recently you finished a master's as well. What was that about? <laughs> yeah, so um, I I wanted to just get more in-depth in s You know, I really, really wanted to learn more about it. And I wanted to just get my name out there maybe a little bit more as well. That was my initial thinking. I, I remember... Um, well, I look back at it now and it's massive, uh, the Dunning-Kruger effect, the idea that when you know nothing, you think you know everything. Yeah. And then when you know a little bit, you suddenly realize you know nothing. And that was kind of what I had. I, I thought before I did it, I knew everything. I was like, yeah, 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 I'll just get these. I'll get my master's and it'll be easy. Um, but yeah, I, I did my master's. Uh, so I did it over four years whilst working full time. Um, so it's pr- pretty tough. Uh, essays and reading and, and things like that but I, I split it up pretty well um and it was without a doubt one of the best things i've ever done one one of my proudest things i've done uh to to get my master's in strength and conditioning so um yeah and it's just gone on to to teach me a little bit more about me and how i learn that was my first thing but also how i can coach other people and i've, I've got a real kind of new breadth of knowledge on on different things snc and and things like that. So no, it was, it was really cool. That's brilliant. And your teacher training, what, what's that? You know, what, presumably is that is that like a teach first program or something like that that you're doing? Or- yeah, kind of. Like a few people at the school have done this. Um, it's I did it as backup. You know, so I work in the school. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to say I'm going to be at Benedict's forever. You know, <laughs> but it might not always be that. And it's it's just. Um, an insurance thing, I suppose, so I can get a job anywhere and have my S&C on the side, which hopefully makes me a bit more um, employable. Yeah. Um, that, that was kind of my main thing. And also, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed working at school. I never thought I'd want to be a teacher until later on down the line. Um, and it's still not my primary choice. I'd still want to be an S&C coach every day of the week. Um, but it just... You know what it's like with these these times. Just uh, get a bit more insurance behind you. Yeah. 
Um, so, what is your kind of ultimate goal in S S and C? What would you What would you like to achieve? What job would you like? <laughs> so, I've I had this conversation with some people on um, a forum on Facebook recently, and uh, on this coaching forum. And I always thought it would be professional, like rugby S and C coach. I want to be the head of. At the time, it was Wasp, but obviously they're bombing at the moment, and I don't really like them. So. <laughs> um, no, um, and they I, did I, leave I, West London as well. We should exactly. Point this out. So who, they left who, us. Exactly, they left us. So I don't care anymore. Anymore. Um, no, it, I, I always thought it'd be that um, until recently, and I've just thought about how how much I love working with youth athletes. You know, you get potentially seven years with some of these kids, and you watch them grow, you watch them develop, and you you teach them their fundamental movement skills. You are the one. Well. To an extent, you help them groove their fundamental movement skills. I don't think we ever really teach them that much within it. I just yeah. think that everything we do, we can help tweak and help make them better. Um, you know, help make them more injury resilient. Give them a, a love for training and working out and and sport. And you know, you watch them develop and grow, and then hopefully move on. And you know, a lot of them stay in contact, and so a few of them come back and play for the APs, which is great. One final question. If you could go back in time and talk to your 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 eighteen year old self as you were leaving school, what would you what advice would you give yourself? I mean, hindsight's a great thing, but you know, go for it. Um, I mean, loads of things. I, I was I left school thinking again. I think thinking I knew it all. Um, my main thing to myself would be just listen and learn. Like I, I think I I became quite arrogant in a way. Thought, as I, said, I thought I knew everything. I didn't really listen to uh, people. I didn't really listen to teachers, my parents, nothing. And I, I just, uh, I think now I'd, I'd sit back down and I'd, I'd listen to my teachers. I'd get my information in. I would probably go and experience more um, time within coaching and, and things like that. I'd, I'd, I'd go and speak to more coaches. And um, I did one uh little stint with wasps um physiotherapist which is really cool but i'd I'd, i think for me it's just i thought i knew everything i didn't know anything um and that would be my biggest thing for me is just shut up and listen yeah (laughs) i bet you sound like a load of kids now though as well oh always every day (laughs) brilliant miles stringer uh thank you for joining us oh thanks very much mate cheers Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.